Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Welcome back to the show. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. And we are brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill and Go Jump and Slide Inflatables. Memorial Day weekend is coming up. I've got Brad Page on the show. I think the last time you were on the show, uh, I can't remember. Were the Grizzlies and Warriors still playing or did the Warriors uh, advance? They were still playing. Uh, They were getting ready to play that game six. And... Of course, we know how game six turned out. Um, Clay Thompson just went off, and uh, the Warriors uh, took down the Grizzlies, you know. So we were we were talking about, you know, if the Grizzlies could push it to seven, but evidently the Warriors uh, showed up at home like we knew they would, and uh, they they took care of the Grizzlies, you know, in, in game six. Man, I'm sorry about that. I mean, I look, I'm a Warriors fan, but – I, I mean, I'm kind of nonchalant about the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. I thought Dallas would give them a fight. Uh, Luka has disappeared in this series. And the Warriors are uh, – Dallas stays alive in the series. They are now down three games to one. So tonight, Boston and Miami are all tied up at two. But do you think Jimmy Butler plays? And who has the advantage in this series? I think Miami definitely has the advantage in the series. But, you know – Boston has definitely, you know, fought with them for sure. I mean, this series could definitely go seven. Uh, it definitely could. I wouldn't be surprised if Boston goes ahead and takes the 3-2 lead. They've, you know, they've been playing really great. I'm especially kind of rooting for Boston because of uh, Grant Williams. You know, he played for Tennessee, and he's been playing really well for them. Um, he's, you know, he's definitely helped them, um, helped Tayton and, and, and uh Horford and uh, Marcus Smart. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if if Boston can take a command, you know, a commanding three-two lead. Well, Brad, that is the NBA Finals. I want to see the Warriors going up against history, the Boston Celtics, seventeen championships. But since Larry Bird left, the Celtics have only won one title, and that was in two thousand eight. Looking back, Brad, because, you know, you're a fan of Tony Allen. He played on that championship team for the Celtics, who he was a catalyst for the Grizzlies defense in the early 2010s. But looking back at that championship Celtics team with the big three, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, and Paul Pierce, uh, why didn't the Boston Celtics win more titles? No, man, that's a great question. (laughs) I really don't know, um, honestly. Um, I mean, it was a great team um, for sure. You know, they were going up against the Lakers, uh, uh, and, and I was pulling for Boston, you know, because the Lakers at that time, they were winning about every other championship, you know, and I would have liked to see, you know, somebody different, and that's why I was pulling for Boston, you know, at that time. And, you know, I liked Kevin Garnett. I liked Tony Allen uh, and Paul Pierce. Um, I really don't know. They kept that squad together. 
as long as they could. But, you know, eventually uh, Kevin Garnett retired. Uh, and then Tony Allen went to Memphis. They had such a great squad, uh, definitely. I think they had the perfect storm at Doc Rivers. He's kind of criticized as a head coach now, but uh, Tom Thibodeau was an assistant coach. You had Tony Allen, the defensive stopper, Kendrick Perkins. I mean, look how intelligent Kendrick Perkins is. I mean, he was an intelligent player on the Celtics. He's now an analyst for ESPN. Rajon Rondo, who always shows up in the playoffs. Paul Pierce, he was on those Celtics teams that were mediocre before Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen got there. And Ray Allen, what can you say about Ray Allen? Probably one of the greatest shooters of all time. And he's hit big shots throughout his career. He he was with the Seattle Supersonics before he went to Boston. He was playing alongside Kevin Durant for one season. But Ray Allen, a very underrated player, a Hall of Famer. You got three Hall of Famers. You have Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen. And I can't wait to see what the legacy is going to be for Boston because they ran into the Heatles. The Miami Heat showed up on the scene in 2011, and you know they knocked out the Celtics in the playoffs. But thinking about the Boston Celtics and their legacy, if they were to win a title, with this group of players, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Grant Williams, if the Celtics are able to win the title and get their 18th championship in franchise history, what will be the legacy of this Boston Celtics team? They were a true team. It wasn't just one player that carried them. All the players you know, stepped up, and not just one player – Jason Tatum, for sure, is a superstar. But, again, you got to look at all the other role players um, that have helped them to achieve what what they've done so far. Um, and, yeah, if they're able to win a championship, you just got to look at a lot of no-name players you never really heard of before, you know, and they were able to win a championship. And, and that would be a great accomplishment for sure. All right, switching gears. Uh, you follow college baseball, right, Brad? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Got a little tournament going on in college baseball, the SEC tournament. Regardless of what happens in the SEC tournament, it looks like Tennessee is going to get to the regionals. Uh, my favorite event that you know I don't really talk about, it's one of my favorite events, is the College World Series. But I love like the regionals and the super regionals. So uh, what is Tennessee looking like this year? And uh, will they be able to host a regional, or how are they doing in the SEC tournament? They'll definitely uh, be able to host a regional. I would I would say for sure, you know, they are uh, already a number one seed. Um, and uh, they got a lot of firepower. You know, this team has just got a lot of power, uh, just hitting home runs after home runs. You know, you start with Jordan Beck. You, you know, you start with um, just all these great players. Um, Evan Russell, because he is from the uh, Lexington area. He played baseball at Scottsdale High School, and he plays for Tennessee. And he's had a phenomenal uh, career uh, so far um, at Tennessee. And uh, Chad Dallas is a outstanding pitcher. They're, they're just loaded. They're very loaded, you know, with great players, um, and they've stayed healthy uh, through, you know, throughout this season. 
I knew last year when they got to Omaha that this was a great team, even though they didn't get to the World Series in Omaha. I knew just by getting to Omaha, this is a great team, but they got something to build on. And uh, Tony Vitello has done a great job getting the squad uh, playing like they have all this season, uh, just blowing out teams, shutting out teams. I'm excited to see who they match up with eventually in the regional and, and definitely in Omaha. I'm excited about the It's going to start June the 16th. Of course, the defending champion is the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Who was the greatest college baseball player to ever play for the University of Tennessee? I got to go with Todd Hilton. Right on. And wasn't he Peyton Manning's backup quarterback, too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he sure was. Yep. All right. So the greatest, in my opinion, the greatest college baseball player to ever play for Mississippi State, there's no question it has to be Will Clark. Absolutely. So let's go a little Auburn. <laughs> I mean, come on, Frank Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yep. that's, that's an easy one. Brad, I am so excited about the College World Series. Of course, this is a local to Columbus, Georgia, and we have the Columbus State Cougars in the Super Regional. Division two, and we got Grange College, the Panthers, in the Super Regional for NCAA Division Three. So you heard about the Freed Arm and Lady Lions softball team? I think I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am uh, I am so proud of him, man. I mean, uh, they're in your neck of the woods now, man. And um, what a great season they've had, uh, uh, for sure. And uh, it's uh, it's great to hear what they're doing. Uh, I'm, very, I'm very proud of that team, for sure. Yeah, they have a 51-4 and record. They just mow down everybody in the Mid-South tournament, the first round of the NAIA tournament where they hosted. They did lose their first game in a double elimination, but they were able to beat Columbia College twice. They had to win two games. They were in the loser bracket. They had to win two games. They punched their ticket to the NAIA World Series. They play Thursday at seven o'clock against Indiana Wesleyan. They are the number three seed. I will be there in attendance Thursday night. I am not making any plans. I plan on supporting the Freed Hardman Lady Lions. They just left Henderson, Tennessee earlier today. So yes, they should arrive in Columbus sometime today. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I mean, best of luck to oh man, what a what a side time it is for for Freed uh, for sure. And um of course, we had our Freed Harbin baseball team reach the championship game a couple of years ago. The Lady Lions basketball team won the NAIA championship in 2018. So that'd be nice to see Freed Harbin win a softball championship, and they definitely have the team to do it. Coach Humphrey has got an outstanding group of young, talented players. So the best of luck to Freed Harbin. Also, you know, I cover this podcast, the Sun Belt Baseball League, which is a collegiate woodback, a collegiate woodback league, which starts this Saturday. The Columbus Chattahoots will take on the Chakalaka Monsters, which are out of Oxford, Alabama. Guess what? They have signed a player from Freed Hardman University. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. They signed, um, and you know, of course, the Columbus Chattahoots 
are playing the Chocolaka Monsters. I'm going to try to go to that game June the 4th. College mm-hmm. baseball players have an opportunity. Of course, the major universities are still going on. They, they go on all the way till the end of June. So these summer baseball leagues, they're really a lot of these players play for junior colleges. They play for division two, II, division three clubs, but it's nice to see somebody from Freed Harmon that their season just ended in the NAIA world series. They lost in the first round. They actually put this on their uh, Facebook page because I'm a, mm-hmm. I, I'm actually Facebook uh, fans with the Chocolaka monsters. I actually reached out to them and asked if they were looking for a play-by-play announcer. Because Oxford, Alabama is like an hour and a half from like where I work. I gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, they signed outfielder William Kelly. Okay. So so that is great. He played baseball at Freed Harmon University. Congratulations to him. They will actually have an exhibition game this weekend. It's only $5 and it's going to be a very busy weekend for Memorial Day up at the Columbus sports complex i'm calling it that now because you have the columbus civic center where i'm going to be calling the columbus lions you have the south common softball complex where the lady lions are going to be in the nai world series and the columbus chattahoots will play an exhibition game against the chocolaka monsters and they're definitely going to have william kelly he's going to be there i wonder if he knows i'm sure he knows that the lady lions softball team is playing are probably going to play at seven if they win that game on Thursday night. Oh yeah, yeah, he'll be he'll definitely be there to uh, stay and support them no matter what. But uh, it's great that um, you know that the Freed's got some you know some great players you know stepping up into these other leagues. And uh, again, um, I'm very proud of Freed softball uh, team and um, and uh, happy to see uh, f- former players move on to some great teams, you know, um, in the, in bigger leagues and, 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 and bigger opportunities, uh, for sure. Oh yeah. And the Columbus Chattahoots have a player. I don't have his name in front of me. They have a player that plays his collegiate ball at union university. You remember that school? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I work in Jackson and, uh, and union is such a big part of, of Jackson for sure. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, Union University is a has always been a great uh, have always had a great sports program, especially their their uh, women's basketball. They used to win the NAIA tournament like every every year, like in the late nineties, early two thousands. You know, oh, yeah. they were always David um, uh, Blattstock was the cool coach, and then the other guy I can't think of his name right off, but. Uh, yeah, Union's always had a great uh, sports program. And, of course, they no longer were Freed Harmon rival. They moved on to NCAA Division II. Right. Uh, same, same with Trevecca Nazarene. And it's just not the same anymore. I remember when I was calling cool. games for Freed Harmon, they were in the Trans-South Athletic Conference. And now with Freed Harmon in the Mid-South, you, you still have Bethel. You still have uh, Tennessee Southern, which used to be Martin Methodist. You still have some of these uh, NAIA schools, Cumberland University. You know, I yeah. just think it's just it's just not the same. It's not the same. I mean, I remember you know when I was at Freed going to Lipscomb and uh, and watching uh, Freed Harbor and play there, <laughs> and uh, you, you got that rivalry of the big city town, yeah, you know, big city Nashville. 
you know, making fun of uh, Henderson, little small town, you know, where Freed Harbin was. And you, you always had that rivalry and uh, especially Union. And uh, the, the, the rivalries were always uh, – they were always so much better. A lot of passion uh, from, from the schools uh, for sure. And Lambeth, Lambeth used to play. Uh, freed as well, and uh, not sure where they're at um, for sure, you know, right now. But uh, discontinued. Yeah. It's it's now the University of Memphis at Jackson. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So so when they were Lambeth, you know, uh, you know, they always played Freed, and uh, you know, Hugh, Hugh Freeze was at Lambeth one time uh, as, as a football coach. Uh, so yeah, you're right. I mean, it's sad to see those rivalries go and. Uh, De- definitely some fun times back in the day. I'll talk about the big three basketball league where they have. Oh yeah, these yeah. I mean, former. I've watched it a few times. So like, like Ice Cube was on there, and uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I love watching it. It's it's fun. It's fun because you know you always get the uh, the uh, older NBA players, you know, that still have a little bit left in them, and uh, uh, it's very fun to see, you know, what you know what they can do, and. Uh, yeah, it's fun to watch for sure. Sometimes you don't just get older players. You get really old players. <laughs> Glenn Rice. I don't know if you remember him in the 90s, played for the Charlotte oh, yeah. Hornets. When I was a kid, he was one of the best shooters I ever saw. And then he yeah. actually went to the Lakers and won a championship in the year 2000. And then, you know, the Lakers traded him for Horace Grant. And they, they, I guess they thought that Horace Grant was the missing piece, but he had just an incredible NBA career. He's 54 years old. Now, I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, he won a national championship with Michigan in 19, retired from the NBA in 2004. He was a three-time NBA All-Star. Well, he, at age 54, is joining the big three. I'm telling you, if you can shoot, it doesn't matter how old you are. I cannot wait to see Glenn Rice in the big three of course i saw his son play at georgia tech i actually went to a basketball game in 2010 when georgia tech played kennesaw state and glenn rice was on that team Amon shumpert was on that team yeah and uh that just tells you how old glenn rice is and at 54 years old brad we're talking when tom watson was one shot away from winning the british open in 2009 he that could have been the greatest sports story of all time. <laughs> yeah, and Glenn Rice playing at age fifty four. I mean, is this how old Tom Brady's going to be when he's playing football? <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. Don't forget about Brady, you know, because you know, right now he's in his upper forties, and you know, who knows when how long he's going to play? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it'd be really interesting to see, you know, how uh, how Rice does. I mean. <laughs> it's gonna be fun to watch no matter what, and I mean just the effort, you know. But you know he'll give, and it's fun to watch the big three, you know, because there's so much more uh, creativity, you know, you can do. Yes. It's kind of, it kind of, kind of reminds me of AM one, you know, like the professor, and <laughs> you know, and you know, and crazy uh, basketball skills, you know, that you can do. And it, I mean, it's it's fun, you know, for sure. Brad, I'm going to do one better. I think, tell me if you think this is a crazy idea or not. In spirit of the big three, I think that former NFL players should be in a league like it's like flag football. It's a flag football league. Let's say it's seven on seven and you have NFL legends that still want to play the game. There's no tackling. It's just 
you know, if a quarterback still wants to throw, you know, they're not going to get tackled. A wide receiver still wants to try to catch the ball. I think that would be a huge success. People would watch that because then it's a nostalgia trip because they would say, oh, I know that Terrell Owens is in the fan control league right now and Michael Vick is trying to come out of retirement to play in this fan control league, but mm-hmm. I think they should have like a flag football league with... Yeah, like Joe Montana... Roger Stallback, Troy Aikman. I don't I mean, know about that. I was thinking maybe Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think Drew Brees can play in this league. I think that. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. But yeah, I mean, they could. You know, I mean, still show how you know how good they can throw and all that still too. But yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Uh, hey, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I think it, I think it'd be awesome to watch a bunch of legends like you say go go at it. Um, yeah, that'd be really good. Well, like the big three, they play in cities. And, and a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, before the pandemic, they played in Atlanta. They have mm-hmm. uh, all these teams. It's half court. It's three-on-three basketball. They have a four-point shot. I think that would just be awesome if if the football followed suit and did something like the big three where they would go to you know, different cities and have like different teams. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And maybe uh... – I don't know, like more points for a touchdown or something like that. You know, just, you know. A, like, a four-point conversion. Yeah, yeah. We're doing it from like the 25-yard line or something. Right, yeah. So, yeah, make, yeah, make it fun and competitive. I mean, yeah. I think it would be great for sure. I mean, I mean, if you could get like Bo Jackson out there, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, I just, you know, I know I'm going way back. But, uh, I mean, it would be fun, you know, just to see, you know, who, whoever they could get. As as legends, I mean, for sure. Um, it's Memorial Day weekend. I know a lot of families go out and just enjoy their weekend. Just just a reminder, just to reflect back on those who sacrificed themselves for this country. And, and, you know, sometimes we just don't think about that. On Memorial Day, we just have a barbecue. We spend time with our family. But the true purpose of Memorial Day is just to remember those who sacrifice their lives for our freedom. And with me being in the military, I mean, I've known a few people that were killed in combat in, in Iraq. And I think, uh, I don't know. Um, what does Memorial day mean to you, Brad? Memorial day just means, you know, just, uh, I mean, just so grateful and just thankful for all those, you know, like you said, that served for this country and, you know, and, and, and gave their lives, you know, i I mean, a lot of people think that Memorial Day, oh, break open the pools, break open the barbecue. Yeah, it's fun to do those things, but you got the reason reason why you're able to do those things. You have the freedom to do those things because of the the great men and women that have fought for this country and, 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 and gave their lives for this country. You know, that's why they signed up in the service, you know, uh, just to, to uh to to give to give their all you know for this country no matter what i mean words just can't express you know how thankful i am for all of those who have who have served and have given their lives um for this great country and i always you know i always respect the flag no matter what you know i mean i you know and i think everybody you know definitely should but it's not just, uh, you know, summertime, you know, have fun and all that. You know, it's definitely a, a time of uh, reflection of all the people that have, have done so much 
uh, for, for this country. Well said, Brad. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, I just appreciate just everything uh, that Memorial Day stands for. Uh, it's going to be a busy Memorial Day weekend. I hope that you're able to have a great Memorial Day weekend. Just a lot of stuff going on. Are you going to try to go see Top Gun? Um, you know, I'm going to catch it. Maybe not this weekend, but maybe, you know, maybe a few weekends later, but yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably check it out for sure. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. so I watched, I watched a movie on Netflix and I know, I know a, a last couple of episodes, we kind of had fun with what was the worst Adam Sandler movie of all time and, and what was the best. Let me tell you something. I saw uncut gems finally. And mm-hmm. Adam Sandler, when given a good storyline, a good director, a good supporting cast. So, like, take out Happy Madison. Take out his buddies. Take out a Dan Patrick cameo. When Adam Sandler has a good script, he is a good actor. And that movie was his best movie of all time. Hands down, there's no, there's no comparison. Right. And plus, Kevin Garnett makes his acting debut in that movie. So now all we need is Paul Pierce to try to find a movie. And then the big three for Boston will all have been, would all have been actors. <laughs> Ray Allen. What, what was he in? He got game. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Right. Of course. I shouldn't know that, but yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's very true. I mean, uh, Sandler is very talented. I mean, it's not just comedy and, goof off, you know, slapstick comedy. me. I mean, he, he definitely is a, a great actor, you know, who, who can definitely play some serious roles or whatever he needs to do. I mean, he's, he, he definitely does a great job um, for sure. And he's like, Oh, let's, uh, let's get all my buddies and let's uh, just mm-hmm. placement. And I do a bunch of pop culture references. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He knows that those type of movies make money. They he, do. he makes money. He doesn't care if they, terrible i mean look at jack and jill jack and jill could be his worst movie of all time i mean it's the ridiculous six the ridiculous six got a zero on rotten tomatoes uncut gems got a 92 so adam sandler is a brilliant actor when he wants to be no but uh, to get back to your point on top gun i'm not sure if i'm gonna see it uh i may see it in the theater or i may see it when it comes out on video Yeah. Uh, yeah these nostalgic movies i mean they had it about 10 years ago with sitcoms. I mean, is there anything that you feel is like an unfinished story that you would want to see in like a sequel? I mean, we obviously had Ghostbusters Afterlife. I mean, that was a nostalgic trip. I mean, there are some movies that like rehash the past, but they bring the young generation. Oh, kind of like Star Wars. Uh, when they came out with The Force Awakens, they brought back all the old characters and they introduced new characters. Uh, Cobra Kai, same thing. I mean, exactly right, right. I mean, I can't think of a thing right off, you know, um, like a sports was, movie. Maybe do you think? Uh, do you think they could bring back everybody from Major League? <laughs> they probably could. They probably could. Um, I'm thinking of like a sports movie that could probably get away with it. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what sports movie would you want a reboot? What sports movie you could say, yeah, I I can can watch that. Well, I'm just thinking because so many many of the originals were just really good, you know. 
Um, I ha- I have one. Fever pitch. Okay. Fever pitch, but do it with the Cubs. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, that um, would be awesome. Do you, yeah. do you remember the 2016 World Series, how incredible that Game 7 was? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rajay Davis. Th- I'm thinking that Cleveland mm-hmm. is going to win the World Series. LeBron is, like, up in the press box just getting all excited, thinking, <laughs> oh, he- Cleveland Cavaliers just won a title in 16, and now the Cleveland in- Indians, now the Guardians, uh, right. are about to win the World Series. <laughs> right. And, you know, and, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean – Cubs have won nothing, you know, for so long. And it was exciting, you know. I mean, it was exciting time to to break the curse and everything. And uh um yeah, it was a it was a great game for sure and uh, a great team. Even though I, I'm a huge Cardinals fan, I mean they had a great team, um, you know, with Rizzo and uh oh man, I'm trying to think of everybody. Yeah, yeah. I Sandy mean, and Rizzo and uh uh, yeah. <laughs> their Danny, yeah. Brad, are you yeah. talking about Rizzo, Sandy, and Danny? Are we talking about the the, no, the no, musical no, Grease? No, no. <laughs> not not Grease, no, but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, we just we just having fun here. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, exactly. You know. Get the T birds out or <laughs> So, Brad, uh, uh, switching gears. I mean. Josh Donaldson for the New York Yankees. He's suspended for one game for referring to White Sox outfielder Tim Anderson as Jackie Robinson. Did he go too far? Why, why call somebody that? Well, Tim Anderson has every right to be offended. Remember, this is the same. Remember, they both played in the Field of Dreams game last year. Tim Anderson won it in a walk-off home run. Right. I mean, that was a very electrifying moment for the White Sox. And- it was amazing, the whole game. And, yeah, man, um, I don't know why he did. I mean, honestly, I mean, yeah, he did go too far. I I don't know what causes causes somebody to say something like that. I mean, you just – things just come out of your mouth that you just wish you could take back. Um, I just – I don't know. That was – it's very surprising, you know. There are moments in sports history that one critical mistake can tarnish a reputation for a certain player. And you don't want to be known as the person that said that, the person that did that. Because even though you can apologize, you can write a press release, it's still stays with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, words definitely hurt, you know, um, no matter what. It's painful when you know you can't take it back, you know. I mean, after it's already been said. So, yeah, they stick with you. Uh, you know, bad moments can definitely stick with you no matter what. Well, Brad, I can't tell you how grateful I am that you're willing to come on here as I don't know if you've been listening to the show, I've been having a lot more guests than my regulars. Um, I, try, I try to get <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Rob. I've been, I've been keeping up, you know, you know, I mean, with a lot of your posts, you know, I know you, you've been having a lot of coaches and players and man, and, you know, I'm, I, I mean, I'm very, I'm very happy and proud for you, man. And 
I know you've been busy. I mean, for sure, you know, with, you know, we're calling certain games and, uh, you know, just staying busy uh, for sure, man. I'm proud of you uh, well, for sure. I, I, mean, I do know. appreciate that. As yeah. I move on with this yeah. podcast and I get more guests, I, I don't want to forget about you, Rob or Gabe that have been pretty much my weekly guest <laughs> on the podcast with the podcast growing. And I'm about to have, Thrift Behringer on tomorrow on Friday show. I have the LaGrange baseball coach next week. Yeah. I got Kevin Eckleberry. I got Brittany Conway from the Rapids. I got the head coach of the Columbus Chattahoots, Steve Smith. I, I want to try to make sure that you guys are, you know, I show some love for you. Cause I know when we get ready for high school football season and football season, those podcasts, my audience doubles. There's so much content that I can't fit everything i want to talk about lagrange college football exactly georgia played georgia tech played all the local teams play and plus you know you got base major league baseball playoffs you have uh, the world cup soccer i mean there's so much stuff to talk about and i just want to get everybody on the podcast so we can talk sports absolutely Uh, you know you know whatever people want to you know, hear the most and, um, you know, and, and what people want to, you know, talk about. I mean, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I appreciate you always having me on, man. I really, really do. <laughs> and uh, I know sometimes I really don't say a lot, you know, but uh, I mean, I'm glad to, uh, to help out, um, you know, however I can. I mean, yeah. I'll be excited when football season comes around and see how a Saban and Fisher, you know, battle it out. <laughs> and uh you know it's gonna be it's gonna be fun for sure i'm definitely excited i'm gonna have ben and travis on some episodes when yeah. we get closer to college football season and yeah. uh what can you say about ben and travis they are now a brand those ben and travis t-shirts uh it, travis creasy's wife read a written a book i mean they're yeah. just everywhere when it comes on the religious side i mean they're gonna be up in atlanta this weekend for the ministry league I'm just so proud of both of them and basically what they have done with their brand and their podcast, Helping Healing and Humor. And they're sports fans, so every now and then they want to get on my podcast and talk sports. But uh, their podcast is just such an amazing uh, tool. What they're doing is just awesome. It really is. I mean, I'm very, very proud of them no matter what. You know, when we used to just hang out and just goof off in Farrell Hall and and, you know, and, and, and we've grown up now, and uh, I'm just so proud of the, the accomplishments that they've had, you know, and, and the life that they've had so far. I'm just, I'm just very proud of them. I hope that you're able to have a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, just keep watching sports, and uh, I'll talk to you the next time. You too, man. I appreciate it. You stay safe, man. I appreciate it, man. That was Brad Page. My normal Wednesday guest, host of the Up All Night Show, director at WBBJ, and resident of Jackson, Tennessee. Thank you so much for everybody for listening to the Sports Beat. And uh, don't forget to like, subscribe to my Facebook channel. And tomorrow I'm going to have Thrift Barringer on the show. You don't want to miss it. Host of Sports Visions. Hope everybody has a great rest of your day. And I am out. Bye.
You've been listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.